Anchor is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free. How cool is that? And then you can use it right from your phone, your iPad, your tablet. Download the app, record your podcast, and that's it. And there are so many creative tools that you can use to make your podcast amazing. You can import music. You can edit and re-record as often as you like to your perfection. You don't have to worry about your podcast being distributed because they take care of that for you. They make sure your podcast is visible on Spotify, Apple, Google, and the list goes on. And then you can easily, easily make money with no minimum listenership. If I were you, I would advise you to use Anchor. Good morning, everybody. Hope all is well this morning. I pray that everyone had a amazing weekend. To say that I am excited about today's episode would be a great understatement. So, just going to jump right in. Because, like I said, I am more than excited about what we're going to be talking about today a ram in the bush now the definition of a ram when you look it up under Webster's Dictionary it's stated to be any of various guided pieces for exerting pressure or for driving or forcing something by impact but anytime you see a ram or a ram comes on the scene, better yet, it's usually to represent a warrior or to exhort some type of force, some type of force, excuse me, claiming dominion. Now, the scriptures that we're going to be looking at today is coming from Genesis chapter 22, verses 10 through 19, looking at Abraham and Sarah. In this passage of scripture, Abraham is in a situation. He's about to sacrifice the very thing that God promised him as a solution to a problem that he and his wife, Sarah, created. Now, really quickly, before we get deep into this, let's take a moment and pause. Have you ever found yourself in a position where you have to try and fix the mess you yourself created because you jumped up and did something? Because you simply got tired of waiting. You became impatient. So you decided that, yes, God had already spoken. Now, it has yet to manifest. But you decided that you couldn't wait, so you jumped up and did what you wanted to do in the midst of the waiting process. That's what's taking place here with Abraham and Sarah. Even going a step further, David over in 1 Samuel 1 and 7 the same thing he allowed lust 
and his authority and power as a king to place him in a situation that God did not call for, but he allowed. Now, I can emphasize with how Sarah may have felt to come to the conclusion that she did, you know, resulting in her having Abraham take upon her maidservant Hagar and they, you know, conceived Ishmael. And then for her to go on and regret it. Because the, the times and customs of that time were totally different from how they are now. They, women at that time, were looked down upon if they were considered to be barren and unable to bear bore their husbands and heir to the family. And you know, women didn't have surrogacy, they didn't have in vitro fertilization, they didn't have adoption like we do now. All they had was Jesus. And you know, the songwriter says and that was enough, but somebody didn't know at that time that that was enough, which is why there was a ram in the bush that had to come along. And it, it goes on, if you go back and look at it, Genesis 16 and 4. Genesis chapter 29 and 4. The, the things that Sarah dealt with. Before and after. Once Hagar conceived, Hagar began to despise Sarah because Sarah had not yet bore Abraham a son. Hagar began to feel like she was the woman in charge. Now, after God promises did manifest and Hagar begot Isaac Ishmael began to feel some type of way and that's where over in verses over in chapter 29 21 and 9 it talks about where Ishmael scoffed no longer was he Abraham's only son. He didn't have all of Abraham's attention any longer. Neither did his mom have all of his attention any longer. Because there was somebody else. And not only was it somebody else. It was someone who got originally chosen that came on the scene. In verse 21 and 9 reads, I just want to read it for you. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, scoffing. So Ishmael became jealous. And it put Abraham and Sarah in a situation because of the decision that they made. 
looking at Hannah over in 2 Samuel chapter 11. Hannah was in doubt, faced within a situation, needing a ram in the bush. But Hannah, what I love about her is that she got on her face and she waited on God. Psalms 27 and 14 tells us to wait on the Lord and he'll strengthen our hearts. Isaiah 30 and 8 lets us know that God is merely waiting on us to come to him. First Peter 5 and 7 says, cast all your cares on him for he careth for you. God is waiting on us to simply cast our cares on him so that he can come and see about it. And then it says that there's a blessing in the waiting. This is the latter part of uh, 30 and 8, Isaiah 30 and 8. There's a blessing in the waiting. A ram in the bush. When a ram comes on the scene, he's demanding not only dominion, but alphaship. And yes, I just made that word up. Now, the word alpha is defined as being something that is first. So that that ram, when it comes on the scene, it comes to take back whatever power and authority the enemy felt like he had. Yes, life happens. I understand. Life is going to happen. But thanks be unto God that he'll send a ram in the bush to remind us to remind us just of who he is. That he's God all by himself, that he's Jehovah Jireh, that he's Jehovah Rapha, that he's Jehovah Nisi, that he's Jehovah Shalom, that he's Alpha and Omega. That he is the good shepherd. And see, some of us, when life hits, we didn't even know that it was a ram in the bush that God sent to us in that season of our life. We just thought it was help. And it, it does state that he'll be a very present help in the time of trouble. Then it does say over in Psalms 122 that I will look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. That help that helped you to heal. That that help that helped you to get your groove back. And I'm not talking about it's a hot girl summer out here. I'm not talking about drop down Tatiana. But that get back on your face. I sought the Lord and he answered me. Psalms 34 and 4 type of help. That that type of help that the joy of the Lord is my strength type of help. That 
Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me type of help. The type of help where we know that we know that we know that we know that God is God. That type of help that we can be like the woman with the issue of blood and just touch the hem of his garment. Because we know that if we touch him, that something's got to change within this situation. That's the type of help that. I'm talking about. And I, I know and I understand, especially now with the holidays are coming up. For some of us, this is the hardest time of the year. But guess what? God will send a ram in the bush to give you that peace that you need that passes that surpasses all understanding to give you that joy unspeakable joy that when man feels like you should be sad, lonely and depressed you can smile and laugh and it's genuine in your heart. And God, I thank you for this episode, God. God, I thank you for this word, God, that has excited and hoped me in this season, God. God, and I ask now, God, that you manifest the ram in the bush that somebody needs even in this season now, oh God. God, whatever, they go, whatever they're going through, oh God, God, you see and you know all, oh God. God, manifest your ram in the bush, oh God. God, and I decree it done even now, oh God. God, and I thank you for doing it on their behalf, oh God. And your darling son, Jesus' name, amen.